tweet at SFM Radio and at Bridget Masinga. It is uh, the Jet Set Breakfast on this beautiful Christmas morning. The weather is uh, warming up. The uh, skies are clearing as I glance out the window here to my right. It looks like it's going to be a beautifully sunny and very hot day. I must admit, I was rather hoping it stays overcast because it can get excruciatingly hot uh, in South Africa during the December months. But anyway, uh, we're going to cast our focus now on Kwanzaa. It is uh, the 20th anniversary of the annual Kwanzaa celebration and the Institute of Africology and its partners are hosting a ceremony of the 20th annual Kwanzaa celebrations taking place at the Greenhouse Project at uh, Ubed Park in Johannesburg uh, from tomorrow the 26th of December and we've got on the line Numpumelele Shabangu who's a volunteer out at the Kwanzaa Festival. Uh, Good morning and a blessed morning to you Numpumelele. Good morning, Bridget. How are you? I am blessed. Thank you very much. Uh, let's get straight into it. Kwanzaa. So when we see Kwanzaa or think Kwanzaa, I think the most of us draw references from American pop culture as we see it on the television. Um, but I would venture to say that the majority of South Africans and maybe even Africans in general don't really have an understanding as to what is Kwanzaa. <laughs> oh yeah, so um, you're quite right, Bridget. I mean, um, it did start in, in America, and uh, the scholar Dr. Mulani Karanga and other researchers who were really looking at uh, different festivals around the continent because people in the diaspora wanted something to to remember of the continent. Mm-hmm. And one of the common things that they found was that there were these first fruit festivals all over the continent across. The, you know, the four cardinal directions of the continent. And mm. really, Kwanzaa is actually an African celebration because it was inspired uh, by these festivals that happen around the continent. And specifically here in Southern Africa, we some people might know it as Umpo, Singesizulu, or Rinwala in Swati, or Ikhafela in Tijuana, you know, mm-hmm. and in, in the Tijuana languages. So it's, it's quite a, a massive festival that has been celebrated for centuries within this continent and really marks what is, you know, being African. I think we are a very industrious uh, continent and very agricultural. And really the essence of that is the first fruits, you know. Mm. This is what the word Kwanzaa itself means. It's a Chiswahili word which means first fruits. So this is why we celebrate Kwanzaa. And um, yeah, we're in the modern times now and people might not necessarily think of it or recognize it, but you will see it like, for instance, I'm from Swaziland. Um, we usually have a big festival there. Mm-hmm. Um, people might also recognize, you know, like whenever there's umshang, that kind of vibe. So mm. it's that activity. It's that coming together of the community, um, of everybody, young and old. And um Specifically with Kwanzaa, what's beautiful is that it seeks to really unite Africans from all across, you know, the African continent and the diaspora. And really the conversation now is always about how can we, as Africans, celebrate ourselves, bring back our pride, Mm. remember our pride more than a remembrance, more than anything, and celebrate the rich heritage that we have in the continent from, you know, um, the richness, the wealth, Mm. Um, in, in, in any kind of way that you can think, you know. And I know now that we're not necessarily, most of us are not in the agricultural space or farmers, 
uh, but really in the ancient times, this is what it was. It was like in September, you know, mm. and the fruits usually come up around this time in September. So it's really a Thanksgiving to say, this is what we've worked for for the year. We are eating our first fruits and we are celebrating. And now within the modern time, it's really trying to mine and, you know, cultivate this culture of what are the achievements that we've seen throughout the year? What have we done? And can we look back and then look forward and say, what are we planting for the next year in terms of ideas mm. um, and all sorts of things, you know? So that's what it's all about, Bridget. You know, Nompumelelo, as uh, you contextualize Kwanzaa for us, I think perhaps the problem was the fact that, you know, it's been lost in interpretation and context for mm. for Africans that are still on the African soil uh, because mm. our interaction with it really has been through pop culture uh, American pop cultures and and trying to just sort of place it within our own historical context, and I think mm-hmm. that's where the the mis messaging has been lost for a lot of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're bringing it back, Bridges, and I'm, I'm and I'm hoping. I mean, this is the 20th year that we've had it mm. um, here in South Africa specifically, and really, Ebukosini Solutions has been in the forefront of driving this uh, celebration here in the continent. And we've collaborated with many, many institutions this year. We're collaborating with the Institution of Africology. Mm. We've also got the Greenhouse Projects down in, in, in Tibet Park um, working with us to make this festival happen. And really, that's, that's, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to remember and thread it back and say, guys, this is an African festival. You know, it may have originated in the diaspora. And also, mm. we are a linkage. We are one people. And so and in so remembering it here on the continent, just to really stomp it in to say, it's here. It belongs here. And we, we need to celebrate as a, as, a, as, a, as a melanated people across the continent and across the world, across the globe, um, to celebrate what's us, you know, and what's beautiful and powerful about us, no matter where we may be. Uh, whether in the continent or across the seas as well. Mm-hmm. Now, tell us in terms of this year's 20th anniversary of the annual Kwanzaa celebration, uh, what's in store? Because Kwanzaa begins on the 26th of December. Is there, by the way, before we even get to what's in, in you know, in store in terms of the, the program over the week, but is there a specific significance for the 26th of December? Yes, yes, there is. So you're quite right, Bridget. It is a week-long festival starting from the 26th and uh, until the 1st of January for so seven days. Uh-huh. And what's beautiful with the festival is that each day marks a different um, principle of Kwanzaa. So okay. uh, Dr. Karanga and those researchers also came up with seven guiding principles, really, which are kind of like guidance into how, what we want to remember and what we want to build upon um, as families, as individuals, and as communities. And it's called Bengozi Asaba. And with that, there are seven principles. Specifically for the 26th, the opening ceremony, we celebrate the principle of Umoja, which means unity, you mm-hmm. know. And that's a big, big one. And I think to this conversation that we've already been having, that it's very critical that we bring it together, that we unite as Africans, mm. whether we're on the continent or not. And like I said before, the festival really isn't even um, 
it doesn't belong to any specific tribe, but it's mm. celebrated across, across the continent. And within what we've seen in the past couple of years, we've seen people from different um, language groups, ethnic groups, religious groups, you know, political affiliation. So it's really to say, wherever you may be, whoever you are, it's an all-inclusive festival where you can come and celebrate. And on the 26th specifically, mm-hmm. we say, Moja, let's be together, let's build together, let's look at ways to collaborate and come together as Africans to really solidify ourselves and really, really celebrate who we are. Um, and then the other ones, just to go them, mm. to go into them briefly, on the next day, we're also having um, a celebration on the 27th, and that one is on Kujichakulia, which means self-determination. Mm-hmm. So we, we have a festival like that and uh, smaller events, and, and that's really the tradition of Kwanzaa. Uh, when it first started here 20 years ago, people would hold smaller gatherings in their townships, in their homes, you know, um, What's beautiful now, on the big opening day, we bring everybody in one space and we try to get as many people to the big one mm. and everybody's there. And then people then attend smaller events, you know, on the 27th, 28th, 29th, until the 1st. And for the past almost um, four years or so, we've been mm. doing a closing in North King mm-hmm. at a beautiful space called Tojani Farm. And I just want to dig up Mama Tiena, who's opened up the space. She's a phenomenal farmer, mm. woman, academic, who is doing amazing things, doing agro-processing. She's planting herbs. She's, you know, so it's really significant that we close the, the ceremony at a farm mm. that's black-owned, that's growing. And it's really like everything that we eat is literally coming from um, her garden. And it's, it's always just such a beautiful feast. So, yeah, that's what people can look up to. And yeah, we will keep everybody also posted on many other events. And also because of the restrictions this year, mm. uh, things are a bit kept more inwardly. Mm-hmm. So more families will be marking some of the celebration in their personal homes and then in small group gatherings because of um, the COVID restrictions that we've seen this year. Numpo Melelo, thank you so much for uh, enlightening us about uh, Kwanzaa, uh, its origins, and of course uh, the festival. Appreciate it. Uh, and tell the little one that I hope, uh, is it a boy or a girl, by the way? <laughs> girl. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Tell her I hope she has a very Merry Christmas, but I get the feeling all she requires is mommy's love and a marshmallow or two in those tiny little hands, and she's good to go. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bridget. Thank you so much. And what's beautiful, I hope we see some kids come through tomorrow. We've got a fantastic um, uh, program planned for the little ones. And and really, I think the significance of Kwanzaa more than anything for me anyway, I've been attending it for over a decade now, is just to see the smiles and the laughter and the joy in beautiful black children just being happy in a safe space. So we love to do that. And we have some creative arts. We'll be doing some poetry. We have some open mics, you know, um, using some art, all sorts of things for the little ones, dancing and singing. So it's a beautiful celebration, and I hope we see more little ones uh, who are going to come downtown at the Greenhouse Project. There's plenty of space and parking at JAG, which is the Johannesburg Art Gallery, quite central, uh, north, a taxi rank is right there, so it's easy for people to even get to. So we look forward to welcoming everybody and sharing the shades and just singing and dancing and talking uh, future plans of what the next 20 years will be uh, of this beautiful festival.
Beautiful stuff. That was Nompumelelo Shabangu. She is a volunteer out at the Kwanzaa Festival. It is uh, opening tomorrow on the 26th of December at the Greenhouse Project. So you can go um, and partake in that. And it's a family affair um, if you are into Kwanzaa. Just have a curiosity around Kwanzaa. Uh, definitely one that you can check out. It's just gone half past eight. We're going to take uh, a quick one. You know, loosen up our muscles a little bit more. Uh, keep you company as you prepare that uh, Sunday meal in, well rather Saturday meal in the kitchen and then we come back and we catch up with Africa's Person of the Year.